This is the Retro Movies and Metal Show, the only show. We have a white man and a brown man <laughs> in harmony. It's like Ebony and Ivory. Talking about the movies and metal from the 80s and 90s. How we doing, Tony? Oh, I'm doing good, dude. I'm doing well as also. As also hey, I'm doing good as well. Yeah. Uh, the topic we're going to talk about today is the 1990... I don't even look at this. 96? 97? Somewhere around there. Probably 96, I would say. Yeah. The 96 uh, tentatively dated film, The Rock, starring Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. But before we get into that, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts, where we are now searchable so go ahead and uh, hook us up to your alexa your echo whatever you got and uh, listen to us alexa. all across your abode and please go ahead and leave us a rate and review of at least five stars helps us grow the show helps mm-hmm. us uh you know uh do uh, our thing you yeah know? i don't know get our get our message out uh, <laughs> if you like what we like or we like what we like if you like what we're doing you'd be a fool not to like what we like <laughs> Indeed. Because I guess if you're listening, you'll like what we like. But at any rate, please go to those podcasters of your choice and leave us a rate and review at least five stars. And, uh, yeah, help us out. We really appreciate it. Thank you. How we been, Tony? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing good, dude. Yeah, good week. Good week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah, the the Nothing sun is special. shining, uh, the trees are bloom, uh, blooming, blossoming, uh, summer's upon us. Well, mm-hmm. it's not upon us, it will be officially summer, I think it's June 21st or something like that. Uh, but finally, spring is uh, in full bloom, I will say that. You know, it's we, we always approach March and April with that hopes of those 80, 70 degree, 80 degree <laughs> days, you know, and it never comes, you know. <laughs> we are in northern Illinois, so it's it's a pretty bleak February, yeah. March, and April. I mean, it rains. There's lots like of memes month. where it's like you go outside in the morning, it's winter, and yeah. then in the yeah. afternoon, it's 70 degrees out. Yeah, yeah. You're you're taking a coat to work, yeah. and then you're throwing that shit mm-hmm. in the passenger seat on your way home. Truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have been uh, coaching my son's baseball game, and yeah. uh, like I said last week... <laughs> We're still full of the false praise with the good job, Timmy type stuff. And a lot of these kids are pissing me off. It's like their true colors are shining through. And like, they hate every bit of it. Well, it was funny because me and my wife, like, I, I, there's a South Park episode where it, it's uh, the kids in their little league. Uh, and they're in Little League, and yeah. uh, Stan's dad's always going to the game, getting in fights with the other guy. Remember the Bat Dad? You know, you remember that episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's why I wanted to watch it, because Jen was telling me about another dad that was there. I was out in the field, you know, kind of helping out with them fielding. Uh, and she's like, oh, there's this one dad there. He's just like, pay attention. What are you doing? Oh, you know, just yelling, you know. And it's like, I, I get where he's coming from, because... I've been in I've been in his position where my son's standing there and the coaches aren't paying attention and he's just off in Never Neverland, you know. <laughs> it's like, come on, pay attention. That's what I want to yell at him. Pay attention. Come on, get with the game. But like the point of the South Park episode is that all these kids hate fucking baseball. They're just like, this is so boring. And I literally had one of my players say that today. Yes. He's like, when's the game gonna end? Yeah. And I was like. Well, if you get a little bit He's better, the smartest one. On the team. <laughs> He's a little idiot savant. He's just like, what are we really doing here? <laughs> What's the point what of are it we all? Doing here? Come on, 
Come on, people. None of this matters. Yes. <laughs> Am I going to make a living at this? Come so on. My, my mom made me, made me do this. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, when does this end? And I'm like, well, it ends when you guys get a little bit better. It's like the more, you know, the better you get, the more fun you're going to have. You make that good throw. You're you like, make that good catch. You're and, trying to make something positive out right, of it. Right, exactly. Well, I'm not going to be know, this negative on, asshole. You're like, shit. I well, don't know. I don't want to be negative about it and say, you know what, little shithead, fuck off. Yeah, you're here. Your mom signed you up for it. I didn't sign you up for your this. Your mom did this to you. It's like, your mom's not here. She's off with her boyfriend somewhere. She just dropped you off. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm here babysitting you. I'm your daddy now. Give me 50 push-ups. No, get on your fucking hands. Give me 50 push-ups. Yep. Give me uh, infinity. That's a lot of push-ups. But I'm like, what? What? You don't, you don't want to be here? He's like, no, baseball's boring. Yep. You know? and I was like, it's like, you're like, you right. I, I can't argue you're with right. that. Can't but uh, again, I didn't sign you up for this. So uh, <sighs> be a part of the team or shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? That is great. You know? And that's what it is. You know, it's like when they're, you know, seven, eight years old. Some of them are super into it. I got this one kid who's like, I'm, I'm like the pitching coach, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I got one kid that's acting like a proper pitcher. He's like bending over, looking for the sign for the catcher, you know, Hell setting yeah. up and then just, you know, nailing it right down the center. He's a little cocky motherfucker, too, you know? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to show him, like, how to, how to pitch, you know? <laughs> and uh, He's like, I can't work with these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's a little too full of himself is what it is. Yeah. like... He'll throw it, you know, two pitches are good, and uh, the one that goes way to the left, and he's like, what happened with that? Welcome and went there. I was like, well, you did this wrong, you know. It's like, bring your arm back. He's like, I did that. And he's like yelling oh at me. Oh, my God, like, dude. No, you didn't. He's like, well, yes, I did. I'm like, kid, I'm not going to argue with you. It's like, it was you was obviously that dude over there that sneezed <laughs> yeah. before I threw. Exactly. I fucking kicked your back of your knee before yeah. you threw the fucking ball. <laughs> That's what happened. You know? I kicked you in the butt cheek. Right like, as you threw. You're not going to shoot every, you know, you're not going to throw every pitch right down the middle. You know, you just got to have, uh, you know, have a little bit of patience and make sure you go through your routine every single time <laughs> so you can maximize those pitches that are 100% where you want to throw them, you know. He's getting a little attitude, but, you know, he's all, overall he's a good kid, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's funny to see the, the good kids and the bad kids and the frustrations that they have. Yeah. The good kids are frustrated that they're not perfect and the bad kids just don't fucking care. You know? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm just, uh, <laughs> oh, and the kids, yeah, they're just like, uh, 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 like, look at their head, their hats off, and like, they're sitting down, I'm just like, come on, guys. I'd be like, can I just get some orange slices? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it break time yet? <laughs> yeah, We're going to get some popsicles? Yeah, something like some that. Watermelon? So, yeah, that's what I'm going through with that. Another thing is, you know, I sat down with my cousin the other day, and he's a... Uh, He's a white dude. You know, he's my age, you know, 40. <laughs> and. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. We had a pizza. And I'm not much of a deep dish person, but it was a deep dish. I'll have it. I know you like deep dish, but. I like I'm, all pizza. Well, I'm like more of a thin crust person. But like once every two years, I'll get a deep dish pizza. Yeah. Like something like that. Just the fancy your pants. Uh, yeah. And he ordered a pizza with a deep dish pizza with pepperoni and extra jalapenos, right? Ooh, now that. You ruined it. Well, That's... I like jalapenos. Like, I'll, I'll eat them. But he recently I married put, this. I he, hope they put a disrespectful they amount. Did. Yeah, it was like a salad of jalapenos <laughs> oh, on top gross, of this pizza, you know. Dude. 
Um, uh. And he, you know, he recently married this Asian woman who is like grew up. She, all she eats is Thai food, just like level ten fucking spicy food all the oh, time. Oh yeah. And now he wants to act like this. He's like, I got, this. I got this. You know, he's like, I, I'm sitting there eating this piece of pizza. I eat everything. And, and like, she I'm does. keeping like. 15 jalapenos in my <laughs> on my piece you know and <laughs> dumping, I'm dumping off. 50 of them you know oh my and he's god trying to, he's, he's, he's like insinuating my pussy because i don't want all of these oh fucking jalapenos god. and i'm like he's like oh you can't handle it i'm like no most people I don't can order handle pizza jala- like <laughs> yeah. that I that is want- not something <laughs> that is normal yeah i'm like what are you doing and i know this guy he just married this Asian woman, and he's trying to remain, start to be cool I know about this it, you know? guy. He's my cousin. It's like he's never eaten a spicy fucking food in his life. He's over here sweating, eating his fucking 70,000 jalapenos. He's calling me a pussy about not eating fucking all of them. I'm like, no, I like some spice, but, like, I don't want nothing. I don't want to ruin my food. He's know? got a huge glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. Fucking squeezing lemon, lime all over the fucking place. Fuck. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, like, man. I know who you are. Why, why are you front oh, like this? That is, like, <laughs> that and is it made disgusting, me, Yeah, it's dude. like, I get I, I can smell it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was just like, you can't fool me, dude. And yeah. this, like, I, I'm just going to brag a Next little bit. Next time, right I'll order my own <laughs> We're talking to a guy where, like, he'll... I'm gonna brag about my alcoholism here for a second. Uh oh. Because I'll drink a glass of whiskey. Like I'll drink a glass of whiskey warm. Like a I, I prefer sixteen it warm. ounce glass. No, I don't know about that. But okay. you know, three fingers of whiskey there I can go. take down. You know. Okay. He had to have Pepsi w- with his whiskey, chasing it with it. Like there was three of us standing around. This one dude's like, "Hey, you got any whiskey?" And I was just standing. This is you know just some after I did some work at his house, and you know we're all just standing around, you know type of thing. He's like, "Hey, you want some whiskey?" I was like, yeah, I'll take a glass. And the other guy's like, yeah, I'll take a glass. And he comes out with two glasses, you know, warm for both of us. And he's got Gross. his with ice and a 16-ounce thing of Pepsi. <laughs> so it's like, you want to be you want to be a tough guy with your jalapenos that you can't handle and then fucking down fucking whiskey with Pepsi? It's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> who's more of a man there? Who's 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 got the fucking balls in this situation? It's like... Stop fronting. I know who you oh, are. You know, that kind of thing. That's still gross. And there's also this thing of, like, white people can't handle spice. Like, there's a meme of, like, yeah. white people don't season their food and all this shit, and they can't handle spice and blah, blah, blah. And they smell now, like wet dogs. <laughs> they smell like wet dogs. Yes, I've seen that one. But of all the Mexicans I met, like, yourself included, you're not a very big spicy person, are you? Hells to the gnaw. Yeah, you're not, you don't like... I want to taste my food, not melt my mouth. But there's there's a certain degree of spiciness that you enjoy, no? Let's say, like... If we're going on a scale of 1 to 10... Taco Bell is (laughs) the motherfucking spiciest. That's a betrayal of your countrymen. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> hey. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, so you're not a big spicy guy. Don't break my heart. Well, and it's like I've, I've, I've worked on a lot of job sites, you know, construction sites and all this, where the Mexicans, they, they all bring in tacos and all that kind of stuff, and they invite me in, and I'm eating tacos with them. And even a lot of them there, because, like, in our specific area, and I'm pretty sure it's, you know, around the country, when you order tacos, you get two sauces. You get the verde sauce, the green sauce. And you get the red sauce. We yeah. have talked about this before, but I'm still going to bring it up again. The verde sauce 
is usually pretty constant. It's not super hot, but it's got a little bit of kick to it, you know. But the yeah. red sauce, it's usually you can that that red sauce on its own has a scale of one to ten, depending on the day that <laughs> yeah. you get that. You know, yeah. one day it might be a one, the other day it might be a ten, and you're just like, what the fuck? This was like three yep. tomorrow, yesterday, and like either way, fuck? it looks like devil sauce. Yeah, so well, <laughs> it's your guess on uh, some of the places they'll give you like the deep red sauce. You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Some are, you're usually, like, oh my, you're God. like, mm, maybe no. I'll try that. You know. But most of the, you know, you know, back to the whole, you know, white guys can't handle spice. I've never seen a Mexican in his house, in his cupboard, have, like, an array of hot sauces called, like, colon buster and, like, fucking asshole destroyer. No. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. It's always hillbilly white dudes that got this fucking crazy hot, hot sauce in there. You want to try this? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. He's like, hey, you fucking pussy. I'll show you how to eat this fucking... Colon asshole destroyer. <laughs> you know, like, that that should be a label. Yeah, well, Somebody I'm sure come it up is. With that. It's some, but it's like the hot sauce industry is like a billion dollar industry, you know. Oh yeah. And it's like I get a little bit offended when I hear white people don't like spice. It's like yeah, I know certain people that their cooking is under seasoned. I'll say. Oh, I love that show, uh, the Hot Ones on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube, oh, yeah, with Sean God, Evans. That yeah. is so funny. Oh, it's good. You remember, did you see the Gordon Ramsay one? You know, the... Yeah, where, like... And he's, oh, he's yeah, puking. I've seen a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> he's crying and puking throughout the entire thing. Yeah, it's funny to see somebody, like, really try to be like, yeah, I got this. And as you see, like, the levels go yeah, up, like, like, it's oh, like a million. <laughs> You're like, okay, he starts slowly yeah, they, deteriorating. They've had a lot of good, yeah, they've had a lot of good people on there. Like, the funniest one was DJ Khaled. You know who DJ Khaled is? I do, you know? yeah. And uh, he got to, like, level three. And he gave up, and he was really? like, "Yeah," and he's like, "All right, just because I'm quitting, doesn't mean I gave up." <laughs> John yes, Evans it like, does. "That's literally That's what that means." Literally, what <laughs> he's it like, means. "No, no, no, hold, hold, hold on, no," because he's like accusing the guy of switching the sauces. <laughs> it's like, like, dude, this is a fucking YouTube show. What I like when Tenacious about? D did it. I didn't see that one. Oh man, that one's great. Is it? How, did they get through it all? Oh yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> Jack Black is hilarious in it. Really? Yeah, especially when he gets to like the last ones. Oh my god. Is he is he being Jack Blacky about it? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck! He's all like flailing his arms and shit and just like slapping KG. Hey man, with that type of fire, you know, that's real. That's it's real, <laughs> it's but it is. And then it's a, it, I get that it is a show. Too, so he's got to be Jack Black, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Stop acting like you don't. I love Jack Black. <laughs> so do I. But okay. But I did see uh, Adam Carolla. He's one of my uh, podcasts I listen to a lot, and uh, yeah. he went through one through ten without a nary. Oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of people that can do it. Yeah, you know. But they've also changed sauces over time. Sure, they have to. Yeah. You know, so now it's like the newer shit is like. Higher on the Scoville. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. They're going to like 60 million Scoville oh, units. Yeah. Like <laughs> 1 billion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and like I'll say where I'm at with uh, with spicy stuff. Um, you know, uh, jalapenos are fine. No, th- Those are no big. I do like the fresh jalapenos. I don't like the uh, pickled ones you get in the jar, you know. Pickled. 
Yeah, they're pickled. You, you know what I'm talking about. Like what you it's get. It's the at, seeds that make it like super. That's hot, what everyone. Right? Yeah, that's allegedly that's what it is. You know. But even if you have the seeds, like the pickled ones you get the jar, the ones that you get on your nachos yeah. or whatever, you know, they're soft and all that. But I like the fresh ones. Uh, I'm not doing the Carolina Reaper or that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, know? that shit is funny, too. And you watch any of those videos oh, of people, people eating. Oh, people are puking milk out of their nose, you know. And it's like, why would you do the that? Carolina like, Reaper yeah, pepper. I, I want to know what, ghost like, peppers. yeah, ghost pepper. Yeah. Uh, That's I, I, some funny shit, dude. Well, it's like The Simpsons had that famous episode with uh, the the Guatemalan insanity peppers that Homer eats, and he he literally hallucinates oh, and he yeah. goes into the <laughs> seventh dimension, and, and, and he doesn't know what is going on. But where I don't understand where the ha- the ability to handle spicy food is this badge of honor, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Where does that come from? Because you're literally destroying the stomach acids, the lining in your fucking insides when you're not used to it, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, you you had to have been bottle-fed fucking ghost peppers as a kid and your fucking mother's milk in order to be able to do that uh, on a regular basis. I understand people, though, wanting to do it as a funny dare. You know? Yeah. Oh, dude, have you seen the the coffin box with the chip? Like the one single tortilla, like the oh Dorito. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's the one. Yeah, I one guy, I one guy that like worked purple. for me. It's yeah. so like gross. Oh god, I had one guy that worked for me, and it was like I forget it was somebody's birthday, and so they had cake and all this shit, and then someone bought him uh, one of those chips in the box. Yeah. It's just one single chip. It's like the once hottest you open chip on the it, planet. So you're like, whoa, yeah, it's got like a glow to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he, he ate it, and uh, he had to go home. <laughs> and I have to go home now. He was convulsing and throwing up, oh, and bet. just, like, like face was, like, he was a ginger guy, too. So he was, like, oh, he pale was skin, so freckled. Well, he was, like, a clear ginger. He was a blonde-haired ginger. Oh, you know? wow. Uh, he couldn't handle it, and he had to go home. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, yep. I don't understand. come back to work for three days. I don't understand that <laughs> the... I don't know. Is it a masculinity thing? Is it a no? I don't know. What is it? Why? 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 Why do people feel such pride with the spicy food that they I feel can just handle, as much know? pride with going? Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, want none of that. I feel yeah, exactly. I'd be like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Go ahead, yeah. have it. Have have at it, hillbilly. No. <laughs> do your thing. I may be a bitch, <laughs> but I don't want none of that in my mouth. Well, it's like, yeah, I may be a bitch, but it ain't based on that. I ain't going to be hurting later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to be hurting. Yeah. So, yeah, the spicy food, I don't get, I can handle some spice, uh, but when it goes to the crazy levels that a lot of people like to take it, I'm just like, why? You know, it yeah. ruins your sandwich, it ruins your pizza, it ruins your. And I'm willing to, like, trust people. Like, if they go, no, you know, it's a little spice, you know. And I'll try it. Sure. You know what I mean? And if it is a little, you know, you I'm can fine deal with, with that. It. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my first thing, like, say if I'm eating, like, a taco or something, I don't usually put anything on it. Right. Like that. But, uh, you know, there are certain places that I go to that have, you know, well actually seasoned. good sauces yeah. and stuff that mm-hmm. you can put on and... Well, I'd say you got to yeah. find your place where you yeah. know the sauce is good. You know the meat's a little bit under seasoned, so you, you know it's well warranted right. to put that sauce on there. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you. All right, enough about the spicy talk. Let's get into it. A, <laughs> and what we're talking about today is the 1996 American classic directed by Michael Bay, The Rock. 
Produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, tragically, the last collaboration between Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer, Don Simpson uh, passed away, uh, I believe from a drug overdose. I'm not going to look it up right now, but I think that's what I had heard. Uh, it is starring Nicole, Nicole, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Sean Connery, and Ed Harris. Uh, with a lot of other people in here. Tony Todd has a little bit. Mm. The, the Candyman himself, he's in there. And uh, the one and only Michael Bean. Terminator. <laughs> um, great movie. Uh, what do you remember about this movie? Did you see it in the theater? Was this a rental for you? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Rental. I mean, yeah. this is this is like a American blockbuster summer. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was summer. I can't really say that. But it seems like it should have been, you know. Uh, very high, highly stylized movie, like Michael Bay movies are. Oh, yeah. um, very specific. Yeah, it's Lots definitely close up camera turns. Close up <laughs> camera turns, and, and I like that. You know, <laughs> there's a lot to be said about you know shaky cam stuff, like yeah. nowadays where mm-hmm. fight scenes are really shaky. You can't really tell what's going on. There's a lot of shaky cam stuff going on here, especially with that uh, car chase going through San Francisco and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot involves uh, General Hummel, who uh, was a decorated uh, major and captain during Vietnam and Desert Storm. Oh, yeah. And he is upset about how the United States government has treated the fallen soldiers in a lot of the tours that he did in Desert Storm and Vietnam, for that matter. Right. Uh, the opening scene kind of details that sets up his character story mm-hmm. uh, by saying... You know, he's, he's been through all this. He's done everything he could. He's, he's petitioned Congress. He's talked to the Pentagon. He's done all this other shit. No one's listening it listening to him. And he has, you know, quite a gripe with the American government as a four-star general. Right. Um, he, you know, they go through his accolades, you know, Congressional Medal of Honor, Purple Hearts, all this kind of stuff. And uh, pretty put pretty much puts him up there as like a sympathetic villain. Right. Say, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you can sure. see where he's coming from. You know, if yeah. you have any ounce of, you know, humanity at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can see that none of these families of these soldiers have been taken care of. They just kind of been forgotten through these black ops uh, mm-hmm. operations that he was kind of in charge of. You can see where he's coming from. You know, you're, you're like, yeah. Uh, how many of us wouldn't want to do that if right. we had enough balls to do it? Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, uh, some of the characters... Ed Harris, like we were just talking about, yeah, very good sympathetic villain, uh, and, and you know, towards the end of the movie, you know, he he kind of sees the errors of his ways, you know, and did know you know that he's not a murderer. He doesn't want to kill people. Even Sean Connery says that he's like he's not a murderer. Yeah, um, especially and, when he just says he just outright says they yep, they called our failed. bluff. Uh, yeah, I love you know I loved this movie when it came out. A lot of good scenes in here, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they finally get into Alcatraz. I mean, well, I, I want to say the great scenes come when Sean Connery shows up. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery, great job here. You know, he's uh, <laughs> you know he was you know James Bond obviously for a long time. You know, in yeah. the '60s and '70s, um, and they do kind of do a throwback to his James Bond because he's like he's an ex-British spy in the right. '60s, you know. And it's like, oh, I wonder who they're talking about there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. uh, but he's got a lot of great lines in this movie. 
Uh, just his screen presence is just like boom. You know, you, yeah. he's a leading man in this movie. He's uh, not. He's still like in an age where he's believable, where he can like kick some ass, and you know, he's still like he commands as long the screen. As, yeah, yeah, as long as he's in the movie and he's like he can be the one to take care of you know the problem. Right, yeah, he's you know. a problem solver. You yeah. know, he, he's he's the man, man of the hour. Yeah. You know, he, he's you know the the leading man. I would say. But I mean, who else? Because at one point it's just him and Nick Cage, so it's like, yeah. Ugh. And like what? Well, <laughs> and like we were talking about Con Air, <laughs> is that Nick Cage wasn't like you know this action hero right. at this point. You know, he just <laughs> in this movie he is this you know doctor, chemical weapons expert type guy. And they very much set him up to be that, just kind of dorky. He has to pretend yeah. to, when he meets Mason the first time, to, that he was anti-terrorism. Which he, he knew right away. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're full of shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, Sean Connery, I, I, this is one of my favorite roles in him because he seems like he's having fun throughout the, the entire movie. You know? <laughs> right. He doesn't look, like, pissed off or frustrated or just, like, one-note <laughs> type character. Yeah. He's got humor. He's got, you know, good action scenes. And when he's talking with General Hummel, General Hummel, that's some of my favorite scenes in there because he's like, he knows where he's coming from, but he's like, I think you're a fucking idiot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, good, yeah, good shit from Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he plays Doctor Stanley Goodspeed. He's a chemical weapons expert, a uh, bit of a hipster with his vinyl records and. <laughs> Uh, is he's stupid. playing some guitar. Yeah, and he's not really playing it. You know, <laughs> yeah. just cling, cling, cling. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you can see. Uh, I noticed in his apartment in the background, he's got all these like petrified bugs. Yeah, you know, he, they were they're setting up to be this nerdy, nerdy dork. Well, he even says he's like he loves what he does. You know, so yeah, and I can see that's it's not it's really believable. a job to him. You know. And like what I was saying before, this was like his training wheels to be an action hero because he does, eventually he does kind of step up and oh yeah, it uh, does a good job with the the shit that he's given. You know, he's got to kind of maintain that dorky facade, uh, <laughs> but still try and save the day, which he eventually does, which we are going to get into. And his uh, spaz outs are great when he <laughs> oh yeah, let's cut the chit chat a hole. <laughs> it's like what. There's all kinds of fucks it's and like cocksuckers and all kinds of shit in this movie. He says, let's cut the chit-chat a-hole. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't want to swear. Yeah. And, <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, and I like Nicolas Cage in this role a lot, yeah. quite honestly. I mean, he's believable. He's, he's like, you got to understand where he's coming from. You know, he's kind of put in this position even when they yeah. go, when when they, they tell him that he's supposed to be a part of this mission and he isn't expecting to go on the mission to go into Alcatraz and disarm all these rockets he's just like excuse me and he just goes to the bathroom and starts yakking yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I can't do this I can't do this I can't I'm not a killer I'm not yeah I'm not a field agent he's like we gotta train somebody to go in and they're like no nah, man he's like I gotta in. start briefing your men like <laughs> yeah and yeah and it doesn't happen but yeah very good stuff from him you know it, it shows yeah. two sides of him he shows him the you know, technical dorky side and, the, you know, a bit of the action side of him, which does a good job. Um, Tony Todd, the Candyman we, I mentioned, he's in there as one of the, <laughs> yeah. as the uh, uh, other SEAL team that Ed Harris recruits in order to help him out fulfill this mission. Along with the Hillbilly guy. And I should have looked him up because he's been in a few movies that, you know, the good old boy. Yeah. That's right with Tony Todd the up until the end. Smile and... Yeah, the, the, the crazy look in his eyes, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
keeps trying to get him to launch the missile. Yeah, he's definitely a type, you know. And yeah. whenever you need some crazy hillbilly, he's there for you. Right. <laughs> you know, it's good to have him on your team, but they were definitely turning on him. Yeah, um, we got uh, Nick Cage's or uh, Stanley Goodspeed's girlfriend. I forget her name. I forget. She was in 90210 and this and that. Good-looking woman. Does really? a good enough job. Yeah. Oh. Uh, does a good enough job, She's not, but she's not really in a whole lot of the movies, so you can't really see what her acting chops are. Right. Um, but, yeah, good enough. Good enough. Uh, William Forsyth, uh, who's had a few good roles out there. Uh, he was in Raising Arizona as John Goodman's <laughs> partner. He was in... The Gotti movie as Sammy the Bull. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a very not talked nah. about HBO movie. I, I'm a big on how We'll talk about this another time, but I want you to think about mafia movies. I kind of want to do Goodfellas or Casino or one of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never talked about mafia movies. I'm big in the mafia yeah. genre. Yeah, like I've All seen. Right. I, I mean, I've seen Sopranos. I like Goodfellas. I, I almost rewatched it. Uh... Or shit, I mean, probably the fifth or sixth time, but... Oh, I've seen the movie. It's like on it. HBO, I think. I was going to just start watching it. I have two copies of that DVD for really? some reason. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, both bought. Like, I, someone bought it for me. <laughs> I bought one myself, and then someone bought it for me. I was like, all right, Both whatever. were physically purchased. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll revisit some of the Mafia stuff. But yeah, William Forsyth does a pretty good job. He's, he's one of those actors... I don't want to say he's one note, because you look at his role in Raising Arizona... And then you look at, yeah, something like this. He seems like a pretty good federal agent. He's, he can grow a decent mustache, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, he can grow a hell of a mustache. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, who else do we have? That's about it that's notable. Uh, there's that Bokeem Woodbine. He's been in The Sopranos. Uh, he's been in other, the, 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 the bald black dude. Uh, there's the uh, Latino dude who always seems to have like a bun in his hair in a oh, lot of yeah. movies. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I forget what he is. Like he was in he's Training Day. He's always that day. dude. He was like the cra- he was a crazy yeah. dude, crazy gangster, and Training Day. Yeah, of course. But yeah, he plays, it seems like he plays a marine a lot of the times, or oh, someone yeah. in the, in the uh-huh. armed, armed services. Uh, pretty decent job. Like I said, Michael Bean plays Michael Bean. He's always got this stern guy that you would listen to. You'd you'd walk to the depths of hell behind him you know because he's such a good army commander or yeah. marine commander whatever it is space marines whatever it is uh, but yeah a lot of good performances all the way around uh the movie did receive positive review from critics and it was nominated for best sound at the 69th american academy beep, awards beep, 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 beep. which i did like that i like i was noticing the sound like i don't know about the I don't know what sound mean. Best sound is that sound effects because there's a lot of good sound effects in there, like uh, like when they're going through when he's going through the furnace and he's you know like with the uh, uh, the car chase through the streets of San Francisco, you hear the you know everything's whipping by and all that stuff. But yeah, a lot of good stuff in this movie. Uh, It's very much of its time. Independence Day, Bad Boys. I was going to say when you listen to it, it's very much like. It's Michael just Bay. Sounds like all Michael Bay. It's shit, Michael dude. Bay. That's all it is. Bay Bruckheimer. Yeah. Bay. 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 Movies, you know, where, where the military's involved and they got a mission and they got to, you know, set the stuff up, you know. And 
I almost look at this movie like how what Top Gun was for the Navy. This movie was for like the Marines. You know, it was almost like an ad to join the Marines in the first like thirty minutes of this movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everything's just so regimented right. and like, yes sir, no sir, yeah. all right, move, move, move. You know, yeah. and so I was like, I kind of want to be a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe aliens did that too. I don't know, but like, Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all look like badasses, <laughs> and you kind of want to be a part of one of those teams. Yeah. Especially um, when he comes walking out in his full, like, you know. Regalia. Yeah, and all his medals and shit. Oh, at the him. beginning? Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, the, yeah, the beginning like, pretty much sets himself up. And you can see he's a decorated soldier. And he's in yeah. this pouring rain. and Yeah, the pouring rain was yeah. definitely added something to it. Yeah, it's had some effect there. It's like he just didn't care. He's there to say goodbye to his wife and yeah. forgive me for what I'm about to do. Yep. Um, so yeah, let's kind of go through the movie, uh, the plot. I mean, I don't want to read all of this from Wikipedia, but <laughs> so I won't, you know, maybe I'll read a little you bit. I won't then. Well, I can set it up because I don't know if I can do this because it is a bit, a bit convoluted. What, Wikipedia, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> disillusioned Brigadier General Francis, Brigadier General Francis Hummel and his second oh, command, Major Tom Baxter, lead a rogue group of U.S. Force recon marines against a heavily guarded naval weapons depot to steal a stockpile of VX gas-loaded M55 rockets. The next day, Hummel and his men seize control of Alcatraz Island, taking the tourists and guards hostages. Mm-hmm. Hummel contacts the FBI and the Pentagon, threatening to launch the rockets against San Francisco unless the U.S. government pays him $100 million dollars from military slush fund, which he will distribute to his men and the families of recon marines who died on covert missions under his command, but whose deaths were not compensated. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's right there. Yeah, you know they uh, could have done better than there. I could have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did better than I could have. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much sets up what's going on. And again, with the sympathetic villain, you can understand Hummel's. Uh, reasons for for doing this you know yeah. yes is it extreme of course it's a hollywood movie you know it's a blockbuster movie um but you can see where he's coming from you know like when people are forgotten about all these black ops uh, missions are just kind of throw, swept out of the rug you're just like yeah, yeah that's bullshit you know and i like uh, how they you know you tell like <clears throat> most things like this you'd be like okay they're gonna go and start killing wh- whoever they have to to but when they go to steal the stuff, they're like, you know, injecting these guys to knock them out for like yeah, 30 they're not minutes. Killing everybody. And yeah. They're hitting them with some, sandbag, yeah, you know, equipments. And mm-hmm. yeah, so they're not killing anybody, which is like, it really kind of you know, ties adds that brotherhood to that. together. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't want to kill anybody. Right. And mm-hmm. He wants to make the Pentagon the U.S. government pay, not right. individual citizens or Marines or, or anyone in the armed services. Again, just makes it more yeah, sympathetic, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we got the opening scene that sets up Hummel's character story, his dead wife, and you know, and they go through kind of uh, his trials and tribulations in the, uh, in the Marines. And then they show him going to the weapons depot, which of course is raining still. It's, you know, everything everything's gotta be raining. It's when always they, when fucking they, raining. <laughs> it's fucking wet. <laughs> um, and no one questions it. It's like you'd think if someone's gonna be breaching a weapons depot, even though he is a decorated general, yeah. uh, you'd say, uh, "I need some better clearance for this." It's like, and where yeah. is that? What like what state is that? I think it's North Carolina. I'm not oh. sure. Oh, okay, maybe it was California. I don't know. I, I don't think it said. It. And. You know, it just says Navy Weapons Depot on it, like it's 
a billboard mm-hmm. or something. Like, and that's that's not what Navy weapons depots have. You know, right. there's a sign saying here's where all the weapons are. Okay. Uh, but you know, let me ask you this: Have you ever seen like? Is I was in a town that I used to work in, and an HBO show showed up, right? Because it looks like this old 50s town, mm-hmm. and uh, HBO wanted to film some shit there. And uh, they, like, covered up all the anything modern, but they put up new signs. But they're very generic-looking signs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, just, like, hamburgers, hot dogs. <laughs> you don't really notice those that type of thing when you're watching no. the movie. But when you're there, you're like, God, that looks... Cheesy, like what the fuck? This is an HBO production. That's the best sign you got. There's millions of dollars in this fucking thing. That's what you came up with, you know. So I, 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 ever since I I saw that, I was like, I start noticing these things in in, uh, movies and TV shows. Yeah, I was like, my wife gets a kick out of it because I'll be laughing at like the extras in the background and shit. And I'll be like, did you see that? Did you see that? She'll be like, no, I don't notice those Yeah, things. my wife too, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you see the people out there? Like, uh, there's a point in Batman in the Dark Knight where they're like in Japan or in China or whatever. Yeah. And there's a crowd of people looking right at Bruce Wayne and all this stuff. And I was like, did you see that? And it's it's literally like a flash of a second, you know? Yeah, it's funny what you notice when you're yeah. looking for it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, they go to the Navy weapons depot and they steal the weapons and they're going for the VX gas. So what goes on with the VX gas is they're in missiles. Um, so that's all these green string of pearl, mm-hmm. like uh, two inch balls, essentially. Are they glass? Is like the VX gas in glass? And again, wait, before you answer, it says VX gas, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucking green liquid. Where's this gas coming from? What's it, once it's once it's just destroyed, it just turns into a gas. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think when it it's when it cracks. Yeah, when it's cracked, it's supposed to be like released into the air. Okay, which creates the gas. But yeah, they said that if it was shot in the air and it's released out there into the atmosphere, right, creates way more damage than there you go. Okay, if then. it's in like one small area. So uh, that was just the most really. That they kind of mention about it. Yeah, I guess. you're right. I'm get it there. I'm just like, it's gas. What's with the green <laughs> shit? You know? Right. But yeah, each one of these missiles has like, you know, what, 30 or 40, you know, little green balls in there that once, oh, they, yeah. once they get released yeah. into the missile and explodes and blah, blah, blah. They're originally there to get 16 of these missiles, but uh, they drop one of them. Yeah. And uh, it's go, go, go. Once one of those green balls hits yeah. it, it turns into a gas, like you were saying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're dead within seconds, evidently. Right. Uh, I would say that, you know, at, at the beginning, they drop one of them. They could have waited three seconds to let that guy out of that vault and, and, and you know, not killed him. You I know? don't know. I mean, because, you know, when they do it at the end, like, Nick Cage... He was as close as those guys were to, you know, the guy that he actually, you know, put that in. And he still had to, you know, inject and, his heart. Uh, so, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Uh, it's two seconds. Let the guy it's, out. Man. You know, it's two seconds. It's like yeah. it's not going to kill you. Ever, you know, maybe it gets him a yeah. little bit of effect, but you saved a guy's life. You know you know what I mean? And, hey, if he starts melting. <laughs> he know. starts melting, yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> Well, at least he's not going <laughs> to die melting. Mis- he's misery. not going to die melting, you know. So yeah. let him out. You know, give him another two seconds. I'll, I'll, I'll give up some skin on my arm to save a guy's <laughs> life. What the fuck? 
Yeah, man, that was your brother. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, it's the Marine Brotherhood. I thought no man left Especially behind. Especially when he like <laughs> stares at him, it's like yeah, no, he's, he's all elephant. It seems a little or... like mean because he's just staring at him, but you know that he's like, you know, I did upset like that he wasn't able to, you know, free him. But why did you make me do this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what made you do shit? <laughs> oh well. Um, so, yeah, they they steal all the weapons, and then they go to Alcatraz and kind of start setting shit up. But we'll get back to that. Uh, but then we flash forward to a Goodspeed scene where he's at the FBI headquarters, the chemical weapons department. Yeah, and they man. get a box from that's Bosnia that's yeah. supposed to be from Serbia, and they don't know what's going on. And so they got this box in this gas chamber type thing, or this you know containment chamber. Yeah. And uh, they send Goodspeed, played by Nicolas Cage, and uh, his trainee guy, who's... Kind of funny, kind of annoying, but whatever. It's it, it's him. I forget what the actor's name was, but so he's been in a lot of movies. He sure. has, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of him, but if you saw him, you know who who you'd be dealing with. Yeah, he was. Uh, what do you think? The Green Lantern. Never he saw it. That. Never the Ryan Reynolds yeah. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. No, I never saw it. I'm he's sure I can think of guy. a couple other things, but at any rate, yeah, he's in there, and uh, he's a trainee, and. It's the whole thing of don't touch anything. Then this oh, guy I fucking know. touches it. Idiot. He finds it. <laughs> He's you know, playing with it. There's Stop suspected to be. It's <laughs> suspected to be sarin gas in there, and they open yeah. this box, and this guy picks up this doll. <laughs> he he flaps flaps the arms of it because he's being a goofball, and being and, a goofball. and he releases the gas in there. And I do like his reaction because his reaction was pretty realistic you know oh yeah like, dude my fucking arm is melting yeah. like the gloves are melting get the what the fuck is yeah. going on what that was very fuck? realistic <laughs> yeah. like that's panic right there outside of nick nick cage being super calm yeah. and just like i'm gonna get rid of this bomb you know and so yeah they open the box there's a baby doll in there uh a fuckhead messes with the arms releases a bunch of gas and he they flip over the doll and there's C4 explosive in there that's going to blow them all to hell, yeah. along with you know everyone in the building and all that shit. So it's a race against the clock, and or disarm the bomb while this guy's stick yourself with <laughs> while the this needle guy, in your heart. Yeah, with this while this guy is almost melting to death. You yeah. know, but it's always on, it's only on a on a suit for that for that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a race against the clock, and yeah, this guy's like, <laughs> they're telling him, <laughs> stab yourself in the fucking heart. <laughs> Now, and it was a big fucking was needle, like, dude. You see the size. You of see this? the size of this needle. Are you fucking <laughs> shitting me? <laughs> I, do you think you could do that? Could you stick yourself in the heart oh with a needle? Oh my god! Like oh. I could if it, if it Nick was. Nick Cage would have had to be like three, two. <laughs> John Travolta would have had to be above me. Oh my I'd be, god! I'd have to be on a heroin overdose then in order to do that. Well, because you got to think, like once you pierce your suit, whatever's in the atmosphere now is now going to get in the suit. Yeah, that seems so, like a contamination at risk. You know, I'd I'd wait till like last second. Yeah, absolutely. Before doing it. Yeah, because he eventually dis- disarms the bomb with like seven seconds left or three yeah, seconds. It was or something like three. Like that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But um, but the guy had an appropriate reaction to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's like if I Get had me to do that, out of here. Yeah, if I had to do that, I think I could do that. Just I think they stab sh- yourself in the heart. It's like you're gonna die, dude. I think a Better guy do that it. would work in that like probably wouldn't react like that, and they would already know that. They better stick themselves. Like, I would 
hope that <laughs> somebody's working around that shit would be more. But then again, he wouldn't have sat there and played with the doll like an idiot. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, you did it to yourself. I wonder if they would have like <laughs> practice runs of. Can you? Could you have a practice run like stabbing yourself on the heart? You know, oh, like because you don't want to do it the first time when it when it's like go right? time. You yeah. know, <laughs> you <laughs> only like, get one shot. One shot. I've never done this before. It's like yeah, I've never done. I've never it. had any. I've now had I no trial run. Time. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, is there some safe yeah. liquid you could throw in your heart or like? Uh, you know, jam yourself in the yeah, heart. Just maybe to, just some water. Yeah, to psych yourself up. Yeah, water or fucking <laughs> adrenaline or what? Adrenaline. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's like, do you really have to OD or be a fucking uh, uh, risk yeah, of poisoning? Right? There should be there should be some kind of trial run with that. It's got there's got to be some kind of training <laughs> once a year. Yeah, exactly. Give yourself a stab in the heart. Just make sure you're ready for it when it happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we go through that scene and uh, we kind of get the uh, scope of Stanley's expertise. You know, he knows about the gas. He's there, super calm, explaining what it does, and so it kind of sets up his character, much like the opening scene sets up Ed character Ed yeah. Harris's uh, character. Uh, then we get the scene with him at home and finds out his girl's, preg- girl's pregnant. He's sitting there shirtless playing the guitar. Well, pretending to play the guitar. Yeah. Uh, listening to records. He's a record. He's a vinyl freak, I yeah. guess. You know, uh, g- call back to his hipster He says the character. great line that ultimately oh. gets him in trouble. Which Let is, me know. He, he says something like... Uh, it would be terrible to bring children into oh, this world. Oh, it'd be nothing but an act of cruelty. Act of cruelty. And she's like, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> he's you like, didn't bring any. What? You didn't. Yeah, he, he's got this way of, huh? of acting. He's just like, yeah. What? Uh, well, no. You know, he's always well, like. So what'd you say? Like, and he's it, like, well, that was uh, eight seconds ago. Uh, yeah. Things uh, have changed. A lot of things uh, happened since then. He's, he has a way of speaking. It's way that's like yeah. always changing the subject. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, very, very Nick Cage, man. Very Nick Cage. <laughs> um, and then we get the Alcatraz takeover. We get the guy giving the tourists the guy. We got the shot of the yeah the Alcatraz. Yeah. Um, all the rains take it over. Ranger Bob is giving the tour and the uh, overly extreme. Uh, he was putting a lot into that tour. Yeah, he was. He was I trying mean, to make himself stand out. Make himself stand out. Yeah, yeah. He's like I'm Ranger Bob. Yeah. You know, it's like, whoa, settle down, dude. Yeah, uh, bring it to like a six. Yeah, when, when they, he puts him in the cells, he's like the meanest, <laughs> worst criminals I've ever. He was really selling that role. Really selling it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, we got the scene. Yeah, they yeah. take over Alcatraz. They kind of get the rockets in place. They uh, take the hostages, and the government find out finds out because General Hummel calls them and says, "Hey, yeah, you, you guys fucked you, you guys here. fucked over." Yeah, hey what girl, up, yo, what up, girl? <laughs> I got some rockets. Yeah, so he's got rockets yeah. everywhere, and um, 
I did. I did like that scene because he knows exactly what the government's like gonna say. You yeah. Know? He's like, take it from this slush fund that you yeah. guys have with the red What's red came There's in. no such thing. God damn it, that's classified. <laughs> like, now you got billions of dollars in that slush fund. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna pay us with that. When the one guy starts talking, that 30 year old guy. Yeah, <laughs> Hayden Sinclair. I was in Vietnam doing two tours when you, when you were, were nine, nine years, years old. old. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I do like that. Like yeah. putting little fuckers Don't in their face. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go sit down. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that was a good scene. And then we get uh, finally to get to see uh, Sean Connery old and haggard. They're sending him through the jail cells, and uh, they <laughs> the want to meet hair. him. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, long hair. He looks like, cool. It's grunge. It's a grunge thing. <laughs> it's a grunge thing. It's a grunge. And I did notice about grunge. Yeah, grunge. Um, <laughs> what I did notice about Sean Connery is that every S that he says is whistled. It's like, surely you don't know what I'm uh, talking about. <laughs> you know, gosh. You know, like whatever the sound was, and I'm. <laughs> Watch it again. He's whistling through every S that he, that he speaks. Um, so, yeah. They, <laughs> now I'm just, like, thinking of every word that I could think of with an S. Surely. <laughs> you are surely mistaken. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, they get him out. trying to hold back from doing a bunch of Sean Connery because <laughs> yeah. I knew that, like, this episode would just be a ton yeah, of that. Sean Connery impersonations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your mother truck. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to turn this episode into that. Yeah. So. Um, but, you know, like we were talking about his backstory, he's this old spy that uh, was stole a bunch of the UN, United States secrets and they put him away without trial. He's super pissed at the United States government, which anyone yeah. would be. Um, but he's the only man to have escaped Alcatraz, so they need him in order to navigate the sewers. Yeah. And get inside the place because the warden has died, all the engineers and janitors, everyone. Which he's super died. psyched to help. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You going to let me go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, so they get him in that interrogation room. And, and so we got this scene where uh, William Forsyth, I forget his character's name, but he goes in there. He's pretty good with it you know he's just like all right fuck it i got nothing to do it's with very you. typical kind of yeah good or bad cop bad uh, cop type shit yeah, yeah he talks to him blah 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 doesn't get anywhere and then for some reason they send stanley in there i don't know why he's there yeah. at all you know right. why is he there to interrogate him but they send womack sends him in there to uh, help him out and it's you can tell that Sean Connery's got him by the balls immediately. You know, yeah. he knows that he's inexperienced. He knows that he can kind of manipulate him to where yeah. he can, to get him immediately. To do what he's to do. like, "Are you tactical uh, experience?" You know, and he's oh, yeah. like, "No," or he's like, "Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 I am uh, totally yeah. anti." <laughs> and he just gives he him a look. Right he's him. like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, right, dude." Yeah, you're a fucking bookworm. I, I know what you're going for. <laughs> and he gets him to get him coffee, and then he gets him to take off the cuffs. And yeah. No one would do that with <laughs> yeah. any kind of experience. Isn't the guy supposed you to be in a room? Oh, you want a haircut? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything, whatever you want. Yeah, and then he's con- yeah, he's he's completely playing with him, you know. It, it, and he eventually convinces even Womack to get him a suite at the Fairmont Hotel to yeah. to do what exactly? I forget. You know, he's, what was he the just point? said he wanted like a shower. Oh, yeah, and for, in order for me to help you, yeah, shower, shower and a shave, shower, and a sh- <laughs> shower and a sh- shave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he gets Damn there, it. 
Yeah, and then we get the scene in the hotel room where, why is there a phone right next to the shower? You know, he's taking a shower and he's just like, room service. <laughs> Snacks I'm just drinks. guessing that's before there was a lot of cell phones. I don't know. Maybe don't know. it made sense. Even if you're a rich prick, it's like, why do you need a phone right next to the shower? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Get yourself 10 minutes of silence, you know? <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, so they get to the Fairmont Hotel and yeah. <laughs> and we get the flamboyantly gay... Stylist, not the barber. No <laughs> the scissors. The guy's like, you the barber? He's like, no, stylist. I'm stylist. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's doing that ultra-gay, yeah. stereotypical uh, San Francisco It wasn't even barber. really, I don't know. It was like almost too flat. Like it, 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 he was a caricature of a gay dude. Yeah, that's know. what it was. It was like, this isn't even believable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, not, not even good acting for this. Like, yeah, and that guy, what's his name, Anthony Clark? Wasn't he? Didn't he have a sitcom that he was? Yeah, that he did. Still I think married, that's what or was bothering me too. Like I recognized him from that. Still standing. What? What? Do you remember the name of that show? It no was longer some, acting. I don't know. No, it was something that's like because uh, <laughs> Michael Malley was with him in that. Yeah, I mean, there were like two families that lived in like neighbors or the same house or some shit like that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I forget what it was called. I think it was called Still Standing. But at any rate, yeah, he was he was an over the top character. Google search. Yeah, even when he goes to like at the end when he escapes, you know, he's like, I just want to know if you're happy with your haircut. It's like, yeah. all right, come on. It's not funny. I mean <laughs> it's funny if you look at this guy like, down at him, he's like, uh, okay. Uh, can you just be a dude? I, I very <laughs> much enjoyed my haircut. Um, but yeah, then he orders the room serve for service for everybody. And he's like, let's go outside for my haircut. And, you know, and he's getting his haircut and yeah, he's got the barber going, he's not very nice. Is he? And he's <laughs> like, no, he's not. Um, and then I just like that they cut all that hair off and there was none of it on his suit that he had on prior to the haircut. Yeah. Oh yeah. He Bam. had a smock on. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hey, he wanted a shower and a shave and he didn't get a shave. He still had that beard on after, no, after everything. No, he so. didn't. Yeah, a little bit of uh, yeah. continuity error, but that's okay. He digs the beard. And then he gets the shake. I, I did like the uh, wrap the rope around the wrist and oh, then throw yeah, him over. Yeah. Man, that would fucking hurt. You know? I like how he's like, he's getting heavy. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting very heavy. Um, that would fucking hurt if you're hanging yeah. there by your wrist, like not Shit, even by, yeah. it's not like you can pull yourself up or yeah. like trying to alleviate the pain, you know, try and transfer the weight. No, yeah. you're there by the joint of your wrist and yeah. arm. Like, uh, even, yeah, even when he's getting pulled back up, he's like, you're ripping my arm yeah. out. <laughs> it's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you're a fuckhead. <laughs> you're the one that shook his hand. You got thrown over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Mason escapes. And, and, and I do like this car chase. This is a very awesome car chase oh yeah 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 he steals the humvee and he's got the he's, he's he goes down to the bottom of the hotel and there's a german guy he's like talking to the valet he's like i don't want to see a scratch a dent a dig scratching me the scr- scratching my humvee scratch you know ass <laughs> And then Sean Connery takes off in it, and yeah, you see it. Stereotypical Euro trash dude, you know, just fucking not wanting to have his car fucked up, you know. Um, But yeah, great car chase scene. And yeah, Nicolas Cage commandeers a Ferrari, a nice yellow one. Almost looks like, I thought it was a car of a Corvette when you first see it, you know, because it's got the taillights that look like it. 
I forget what the model Ferrari it was, but uh, yeah, you see the Ferrari logo and and then the hip or the hippie fucking says, "You fucking crash your Ferrari, bro." <laughs> and he steals his motorcycle, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, that Nick, was stupid when he took his motorcycle. Yeah, that, like, whatever line he said there, yeah. I remember it was like stupid as shit. Yeah, he was like, "It's not my Ferrari." <laughs> or Neither like, is this. Not, <laughs> yeah, real <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good. Tr- a lot of a lot of Michael Bay esque explosions and glass. A lot of shaky cam stuff. Uh, the Euro trash guy calls me. He's like, "You fuck! You stole my Humvee! You stole my Humvee!" He's like, "I only <laughs> borrowed your Humvee." <laughs> And it was on a wired uh, car phone. Did you yeah, notice yeah. that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Old tech alert. Old tech. Um, so, yeah, he escapes, and he wants to go meet his daughter. Eventually, they f- he fucks some chick in, uh, at a Led Do you recognize her? Brandy Spending. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Brandy Spending. <laughs> she's such a terrible actress. Yeah, she's not good. Even oh in Mallrats, even in yeah. Joe Black. And she's just, yeah. I don't she, know why people because she has trying. a very unique look at her. She's got like these white, whitish blue eyes, and she yeah, has that she stare to nice it. Eyes, yeah. She's got a good a hypnotic stare. She's a very unique look. I think that's why she did the few movies that she did do. Yeah. I didn't see anything very special about her acting in no, any movies I've terrible. seen her, but she's a cute chick and she's got a unique look, and that's why she's in this movie. <laughs> okay. That's what, that's all that's, I was saying. I liked your friend Stacy a little bit more. Sense. You know, she had that super '90s look with the backwards, like a uh, cabbie hat, and just like, I'm Stacy. Oh, the one, that's friend. right. That walked her yeah, there, the, the super blonde <laughs> with the halter top. I was like, ooh, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, go away. She um, walks her all the way there just to shoo her away. Right. I'll be over here. No, I'm not here. I'm, yeah, so he's trying to reconnect with her, and she doesn't want it, but she wants it. She's not sure because he's kind of a piece of shit. He's been in prison his whole life, and blah, blah, blah. It, it really has nothing to do with ultimately with the end of the story, you know? Yeah, because he only has, week. like, you know, 30 seconds to <laughs> to do this before uh, all the cops show up. Right. It's just more to set up his softer side of his character right. rather than, you know, any ultimate you know ending of the movie. You know, it's not like we see any resolution with that at the end of the movie. Plus, it shows, like, you know, Nick Cage kind of helping him out there. Yeah, that's true. Yep, absolutely. But then he immediately flips out. (laughs) He's got the (laughs) chit-chat. Hey-ho! So, yeah, they turn him in, and then we decide that we see. Stupid. (laughs) Goddamn, dude. Chit-chat a-hole. Oh. Thanks, Chet. Um, but yeah, oh, Jesus. Then we get flash cut to the military command center where they're deciding how they're going to breach uh, Alcatraz because there is, you know, th- I don't think we talked about that. There's this thermite plasma. Is that what? What do they call? It? Is that what a plasma? Yeah, it was something like plastic that. thermite, something like that, where it's supposed to be able to neutralize the VX gas when they do it, but it's still in like uh, uh, experimental phase right. or whatever. Yeah. They're not ready to release it to them to use. Yeah, so they're just like, all right, uh, we have to breach this place. We can't use the thermite plasma, so let's breach it and try and, you know, stop it from within. Um, and that's where the movie kind of kicks off, you know. Right. We meet Michael Bean and his team of Marines. Um, Mason decides that he's going. He's playing kind of dumb. I feel like he's playing dumb when they're going over the plans, you know. He's just like, oh, yeah. I don't know how to get in here. Yeah. These plans, <laughs> it's all in my head. <laughs> I am coming with. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah exactly. He's coming with. Yeah. Um, 
And they're like, fine, fuck it. Or Womack's like, no, don't do it. And he's like, no, all right, I'll see you later. I'll, I'll go watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that. Um, and then uh, Goodspeed, he's like, yeah, like we were saying earlier, he's like, he's trying to, he's like, all right, I got to brief your men on how to disarm these rockets. And Avengers are like, nope, you're coming with us, buddy boy. And he goes yeah. to vomit in the sink and he's not ready for it. And William Forsyth's like, you know, you got to yeah. do this, buddy. Come on. You're, like you're earlier a field in the agent. Day, he didn't even have his gun. It was in his sock drawer. Yeah. He says. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like he's, I been need a, a gun. he's been accustomed to this <laughs> lifestyle, and all of a sudden he's yeah. got this hostage situation just because he knows about these rockets. I'd, that was yeah. believable. I, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'd be puking too. I was like, I'm not fucking going out there. Oh, yeah. I got a pregnant wife. I got. I got a protector. She's coming to San Francisco. Fuck you. Like, yeah, no, I'm not he doing He never this. saw that coming. Brings his. Uh, I'm not combat ready. I'm not combat ready, you know? So, yeah, and then we eventually get there. I do like the, uh, you know, so they get there, and I do like how much they did prep uh, Hummel's team with radar, you know, what they set up in Alcatraz. Mm -hmm. Like, they get this full command center in Alcatraz to track everything that's coming in and out of it. Yeah. I was like, what do you know? They didn't just steal weapons. Yeah. Yeah, they got everything. Like when the, when uh, the United States government sends in the the choppers, like they got to go below radar, and then they're sending the submarines. It was like a pretty good offensive or and good defensive mm-hmm. little operation they had going on. I was like, okay, that, this makes sense. You know, yeah. it wasn't just a dumb movie. You know, not explaining a whole lot. I was like, oh yeah, okay. I mean, I enjoyed watching it the whole time. So. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, this shit makes sense. You know, wouldn't yeah. just, like, a lot of shit in Independence Day does not make sense. But, like, a lot of stuff <laughs> in this movie, you're like, okay, all right, yeah. Hey, yeah. It could happen. Yeah, they went in the weapons depot and they stole a lot of other shit, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially with the little sensor that they'd never seen. They just figure, oh, well. Yeah, it's a custom Cut job. the, yeah, cut the the light or with the laser and move it. And you see them move it and you're like, oh. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It's the motion sensor. They fucking hit that you little ball. Just you totally know? moved it. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucked up now. And that's you know, you could argue that guy with that fiber optic little camera, he fucked up the entire mission oh, right yeah. there. He got them all killed. Yep. That's what it was. He's like, We're all good. Let's come on upstairs. Yep. That guy that's dereliction of duty is what that guy was. He Damn. Fucked up. Got <laughs> What, 12 men killed, 18 yeah. men killed, something like that? Uh, but before we get to that, you know, we get into, they, they, you know, they go underwater and they find this mossy, like, uh, sewer pipe to go into, you know? And they're like, all right, this is where we go. I find it, again, suspension to disbelief aside, <laughs> that thing <laughs> is still in the same condition that it was from <laughs> 1963 to 1993. It's like, come on, like, whatever. And then... How does the sewer system work? It's like, what is what is that for? They call yeah. it a cistern, you know. And there was definitely a bunch of that where I was like, "This is some like what's with the tunnels all the Lost yeah. Ark shit." I, was, I was like Ninja Turtles. I'm yeah. like, "What's the size of these sewers?" You yeah. know? It's like, how could like I've seen a lot of sewers. Yeah. None of them are like 25 feet tall. Yeah. You know, they're gigantic. Yeah, you know? I mean. This isn't a major city. It's outside of a major city, but it's like, what the fuck? What kind of sewer system is this? How much sewage do you need to flow through that fucking place? You know, I don't get it. It has to go somewhere. It can't just go in the water. There has to be some kind of reclamation. Right. (laughs) Treatment plant. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like just dumping shit shit into the the water. (laughs) I mean, 
Doesn't make sense. Here we go. But either way, they emerge from, from the ocean outside to the inside of Alcatraz from this, like, well-looking thing that's still full and all that. But either way, they seem like they're at a dead end, but there's a furnace right there. And I will say, and even Nicolas Cage says, he's like, bro, we went through the furnace. So, by the way, that was pretty cool, you know? <laughs> when he puts the ski mask on. And so they can't get in. They're at a dead end. And, like, he has to put us. Sean Connery's like, well, I've been here before. And so I hope the timing is the same because there's like gears flowing and I like flames how he bursting. was like kind of did the he's, arm yeah, thing. He's, he's to like one, right. two, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was good. Seemed believable. Yep. The timing must have been the same because he goes Sets through that up furnace. the most important line of the movie. Oh, oh, the one they needed for the trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the trailer scene. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> yeah, he sets him in. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> And there was a lot of moments in that. Like, it's very Brockheimer. It's very Michael Bay. Da, 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 da. Oh, like, yeah, everything dude. was for the trailer. Or it's, like, selling, you know, uh, enlistment into the Marines or something. Yeah. Everything yeah. is just, like, very, seems very deliberate, you know? <laughs> we can make, like, 15 trailers out of these. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, we get a shower room scene where the... Uh, the U.S. finally, uh, the government finally gets into there with Stanley and uh, and John Mason, and very, I, th- I would say, sad scene. You know, yeah. Uh, they get, they try, they go, they find the shower room, but they flip the motion sensor, and then Hummel knows that they're all in there, and it's just like a bloodbath. They get in there, they got Beans, the high ground, so yeah, they're they totally got the, fucked. Yeah, even Hummel says like, you know, they, we're at a we're at an elevated position. You're not going to win this one out. And he's like, no, I can't make that order. I can't make that order. You know Begging I can't do that. Begging him to stand down. Yeah. Like. I didn't like it. We kept saying, stand fast. Stand fast. Stand fast. Stand fast. It's like. <laughs> it got a little much. Yeah, a little last, bit. Stand like, fast. ten seconds of it. You're mm-hmm. like, okay. Can I start shooting? Because I'm about to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying stand fast. And say, start saying spray and pray. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna fucking get killed. And then what was it? Like a brick fell, and yeah, it one of the guys up did to- it. Yeah. yeah, one of the guys up top. They thought it was a fire, a and fire. Yeah, it was just yeah. a bloodbath. And they all, and even Hummel's like, and I don't like this line. He's like, "God damn you for making me do this." It's yeah. like, nah, you didn't have to do that. It's like you could have worked with him. You probably could have caught him to your, brought him to your side for that matter. You know, it's like, hey. You want your family yeah. taken care of? They, they, I felt there should have been a little bit more dis- diplomacy between those guys rather than just fucking start at, capping them, you know? At least, like, I would imagine some of those troopers would have uh, kind of been like, you know what, maybe I'm going to stay with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. A, a mutiny. It's I like, could, hey, I give could, me uh, I could use a million dollars. Right. And, and there was another thing. I was like a million. Yeah, I know it's 1996, but it's like a, right, you're yeah. fucking mutiny and you're never going to be able to come back to the United States no. for a million dollars. I'm like, eh, where am I going to go? Yeah. England. But no, they got to go to non-extradition countries. So they got to go to fucking Morocco or France or Switzerland. And there's somewhere else where the extradition treaty isn't there. But there's no amount of money that would make me. There's probably some amount of money that would make me do that. (laughs) All right, I over. Give me twenty million, I'll never come back here again. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all (laughs) y'all. If I got something like that, I'd just take everybody I know, my all my family, and every. All right, we're all going. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Y'all don't need to work no more. Like you give me two million, I'll come with you. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, then oh yeah, everyone everyone gets slaughtered, and then. 
Um, it's only just Mason and Stanley left, and uh, Mason finally finds out that Stanley is no anti-terrorism expert, and he's not right? even a little. Not even a little. He's just trying to get out of there. But, you know, good on Stanley to convince him to say, hey, yeah. There's a lot of funky shit out there, and like, I'm, I'm... well, he eventually like told him the truth because they never told him like about the bombs and mm-hmm. shit. They're like, if even one of those goes off, it's gonna kill your daughter and right. you know everything. So that's kind of what that was his motivation to, to stay. stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's good, good enough motivation. That's like that's the, enough because you know, he did say before he's like, you're the only ex- you know evidence that I actually exist. You know, yeah. Um. I didn't, you know, so then they, they they team up and they go through it. I did like the uh, uh, do your best line. He's like, losers do their best. <laughs> Winners go home and <laughs> fuck the prom queen. queen. <laughs> Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Good line. He's got a, a lot of good <laughs> one does, liners yeah. in here. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, in the next scene where we get to it, it's like, you know, there's a shootout when they get into the, like the. I don't know, what do you call it? It's like a garden area almost. It's like they're on their way to the morgue, but it's like a morgue area. I'll just, I'll say what it looks like, like growing shit there or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, they kill the guy and he shoots at the air, uh, the heater up at the top and it falls on his <laughs> yeah. head and he's sitting there twitching and Stanley's, Stanley's like, you've been around a lot of dead bodies. Is that normal? And he's <laughs> yeah, trying, when he's, he's twitching. He's trying to get, he's trying to get yeah, the, the, the guidance chip out of the yeah. rocket. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, that happens from time to time. From time <laughs> like, to time. Well, can you do something about it? He's like, what do you want me to do? Kill him again? <laughs> <laughs> Will you cut me a break, please? Yeah. I just want to find some rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he hands him the rocket and he's just like, or, you know, the actual, like, you know, the green shit or whatever. He's like, the second you don't respect this, yeah, <laughs> yeah he gets Your real fucking serious, you know. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Even Connery's like, fucking okay. okay. And I've said that line to a lot of like, like you know, I've run wood shops, you know, and I'm like, I've had shapers. I don't know if you know shapers. It's a giant fucking sh- uh, router table that's got giant, you know, bits on it. You know, it's uh-huh. like you know, four or five inch bits. You know, and it's like I've told that to people working. I'm like. You respect this thing; it'll, it'll <laughs> fuck you up. You know, yeah. I'm like it will fuck you up if you don't, if you're not paying attention. Oh yeah. Like I've had a couple of people, like I've just had a square bit in that thing, and like they've ran their finger through it, and you could see the square out of their fucking finger, dude. It's, it's morbid, but it's hey. And he's they right. Didn't respect it. The moment you don't respect that, and you don't pay attention to what the fuck you're doing, yeah, it'll fuck you up. It'll end you. It'll you do whatever you know. So. That, that that really spoke to me when he said that. Yeah. The second you don't respect this, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're done. I'm like hell yeah. Um. So yeah, they finally get in the morgue. Yeah, they do that. They get all twelve. They, they get twelve because there's fifteen total. Well, there's sixteen, but they, but they lost the first the one. one. Yeah. They dropped, and then they got fifteen to Alcatraz, and then twelve they get in the morgue. But there's still three left that they got to get to. Um, and then all of a sudden they get like this Indiana Jones train car fucking ride. Oh yeah, I was, I was waiting to bring that up. Because I was like, where did this come this from? Is, yeah. What what was the purpose of that? In once the I saw of that Jones there, like all the rope, you know, yeah. like what is going on? <laughs> well, what was the fucking purpose of that being in Alcatraz? Like, why is this here? Why what Couldn't what are they tell, transporting yeah. with it? Is it a coal mine? Like, I, I in in the Temple of Doom, I get it. Like they're 
trying to get fucking rocks out yeah, of there. Yeah, to... make, makes way more sense in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah, but what is it fucking doing in Alcatraz? <laughs> it's an island, you know? Like, where are they transporting shit to? What are I they building? Know. Are they building down? Again, suspension to disbelief, but whatever it is. Well, one thing I did like about how they laid and I don't know how much shooting they did do in Alcatraz, but it almost looks like a Castlevania level a lot of the times. There's stairs, and there's these weird passageways, and there's these sewers, and it's constantly wet, and there's weird <laughs> shit all over the place. I was like, I did Everything like Everything films better when it's wet. Yeah, well, it's like the level design was awesome <laughs> in this, you know? And then one thing, another thing, so... Hummel finally realizes they, they got most of the rockets. There's only, like, three left. And he pulls out one of the hostages. And he gets one of the most pathetic excuses for a uh, fucking yeah. man out there. And he's like, He's, like, crying. It's like, dude. Can you be a little bit more stoic? I mean, like, your kids are listening to you. You, know? you can tell this guy is kind of cool as long like, as you chill. I know. Stop being such a fucking coward. <laughs> your kids are going to get an eating disorder or turn gay. <laughs> Once they hear oh, you my God. That. Well, I was like, this guy's slobbering all over himself. What a fucking pathetic excuse for a man. It worked, though. It got them to... Yeah, a little bit. Well, no, Mason came out, but they didn't do that. But they eventually get Nicolas Cage, and we get the famous line of, I'll be, I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Who says that? (laughs) I'll take pleasure pleasure in gutting you, you, boy. Boy. Yeah, he keeps saying it. Yeah, he's like, different. He's like going crazy in Alcatraz cell. (laughs) He's been in there 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. But I did like, yeah, so they get captured and they put him back in the cell and like Godspeed's going through, or Goodspeed's going through this, you know, whole speech about. I hate uh, his like, last <laughs> name, dude. Goodspeed, <laughs> Godspeed, Godspell. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Goodspeed. Stanley Goodspeed. Um, but I did like how the whole time he was there, he was like, uh, Mason knew exactly what to do. He's like, all right, I'm in the cell. I'm fucking ripping apart my mattress. I'm going to make oh, a yeah. fucking rope and yeah, swing it over to the fucking lock. and. <laughs> Yeah, that was badass. Uh-huh. It was pretty cool. He wasn't Tell expecting me. it either. <laughs> In everything he did, how the hell did you get out of your cell? Yeah, that would be. It just pops up. information like, would be known, oh. would be pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been really nice <laughs> if they <laughs> would have just let him out of that fucking cell. But, uh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, but then we get to the time approaching, you know, the time approaches, and then Hummel is having second thoughts about it. They, he does launch a missile, and, yeah. every, and everyone's really hyped about it. Because um, they really pushed him to fucking launch that thing. So. Yeah, they did. It's like, and you can tell that he has, an, you know, an altruistic goal in mind. He's, he, and he's, he's, he's trying to get justice for the, sol- the fallen soldiers that he, he led into, into certain death, but he's hired these new mercenaries well now they're mercenaries and they just don't give a fuck they just want the money and they told them they're like well we need another hour to try and figure out the money and he tries to stand strong by like three minutes three minutes but then like those guys are losing their shit because he's like they want one more hour and they're like no fire now and they're just pushing them and pushing them until finally he's like fuck it fire yeah, and he redirects it, but it, but they're all they have a point too. It's like, hey, we this is what we did. It's like, 
You give us the speech at the beginning where we're going to be labeled traitors. I'm going to get a million bucks. I get. I don't. I can't come back to it. It's like what the fuck, asshole. The yeah, fuck? They what, want what the money. Doing That's what. They're... So he betrayed only his like Hummel betrayed his country and the guys that he hi- fucking hired. It's like. <laughs> Well, that's see, one way, I guess, you can look at it. <laughs> well, if I was a murderous maniac, I'd be like, what the fuck? Where's my money? And he's like, oh, and then he's like, there is no money. Yeah, and once like, he said that, like, you just like, about made enemies with everybody in that room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be the same way if I was yeah. a, if I was part of that crew. I'd be like, no, fuck this guy. Let's yeah. cap this motherfucker and take over this mission. Yeah. I don't care what you did in Vietnam. It's like, you promised me this. You're just like them. You're just like who you're fucking. <laughs> he's like... You promised me. You see, maybe that's a big point in the movie that I missed. But it's like, yeah, he he betrayed his country to try and get uh, restitution for all those families. But now he's not getting restitution for the people who he's, he's essentially sentencing to death. You know, because he says the tra- candy man, traitor, it, uh, <laughs> and treason Billy Jim. Trend, yeah, treason is sentenced, uh, 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 punishable by death. Yeah, he did the same thing to them. Yeah. Maybe that's a, a and then just like I, that they all just killed each other yeah, <laughs> like exactly. a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, but whatever mutiny by the other SEAL team happens. Uh, Hummel has a change of heart. Uh, Candy Man eventually becomes Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> he that's follows right. uh, Nick Cage over there, and he's standing in front of the rocket. And I'm like, dude, get away from that rocket! You know, yeah. so he's right by the controls. <laughs> you might uh, want to step away. I kind of am seeing this a mile away. Maybe step away from the rocket. Yeah, and then eventually Hillbilly guy's the only one left, and uh, he, he dies the best way out of everybody. Yeah, yeah, he's melted with the VX gas, <laughs> just splashed right in his <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's biting it. Oh yeah, man! Bad. And then brutal. Nick Cage eventually injects himself with the antidote, and yep. he's got he's, to do it. He's got the Jesus Christ pose with, uh, with, with the fucking the, yeah. flares. And Hell yeah! That's supposed to tell the uh, U.S. Marines to uh, stand down, stand down, stand down. Except one accidentally dropped. Yes, and you think <laughs> that he's going to be dead, but Mason yeah. saves him. Yeah. And, oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mason gives him the secrets that uh, he was hiding for such a long time for why he was incarcerated they for 40 to years. want to go to the, sh- it's like <laughs> the Kansas. church yeah. under the pew. <laughs> yeah, right here. Hollow leg. Hollow leg. Um, and that's when we get the end of the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, he, hey, honey, you want to know who killed JFK? <laughs> uh, but no. that's how it ends. But, you know, so that's uh, the plot. We went through a lot of the scenes, one of our, some of our favorite scenes. And uh, fucking great movie, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I want to watch this again, not taking notes and trying to pick it apart, because I always loved this movie. Whenever I do watch movies for this podcast, I'm, like, taking notes. And I can't enjoy it as much. As I did the first time watching it, because I'm trying to, you know, catch certain things or certain uh, lines or whatever. So I can't just enjoy it for what it is. Uh, but I do have 48, 48 hour rental for it. So I think I'm going to watch it again. It's a yeah. good movie. You know, it's it's an action movie. It's engaging. It's got great sound. Obviously, I won an Academy Award for the sound. But uh, it's got everything you want from an action movie. Mid-90s action movie. It's fucking everything. It kind of kickstarted Nick, Nick Cage's... Uh, uh, what do we what do we call it? The Holy Trini- Trinity <laughs> yeah. of uh, Nick Cage yeah. in the nineties. Yep. Which we will be doing face off. Next. Face off. Uh, but yeah, I it love just... this movie, dude. It's just one of my favorites. Me and my 
our mutual friend uh, Jordan uh, put this into one of our highest yeah. esteemed movies. <laughs> oh, yes, no absolutely. Yeah, it, it, like Sean Connery, for as much as shit as he got about his uh, comments about smacking women, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's 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 great in this dude. He's he commands the screen. He uh, he's quite a leading uh. man. Uh, even even in his uh, 60s and 70s, and yeah, he he, he does great. Yep. Nick Cage is reserved and uh, in his prime, I would say, and does a great job. Ed Harris, uh, great sympathetic villain, and yeah, awesome movie all around yeah. by my my accounts. Everybody looks cool in SWAT uniforms and seal. Yeah, even <laughs> even you would look cool with fucking green and black paint diagonally paste painted across your face. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be able to find a wet suit big enough for me. <laughs> It'll be an orca suit. <laughs> like, uh, just <laughs> so two together. Yeah. So if you were to give this a guess on what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, critics give this, what would you say it is? Oh, shit. Oh, probably like... Uh, Let's go critics. What, what do you think the critics gave this? The critics? Yes. Oh, well, that's different. It is different. Yeah. And like I, like I said before with Con Air, there's if you're going to analyze this movie for what it is, like dialogue, character development, setting tone, all that kind of stuff, there's that's one score. But we're not, we don't have to do that. I'm just saying estimate what you think the critics gave that. Like we're going to line up pretty much with the audience score, but uh, what do you think the critics gave it? Uh, well, I mean, if they did win awards of some kind, then they couldn't have hated it too much. So I'm thinking like, you know, like low 70s, maybe you're not off 67 percent. OK, uh, I'm disappointed in that because it's uh, it's yeah, I thought it would be better than that. Everyone's going to call me a fucking Philistine, but I think this is a damn near perfect movie, like a, a damn near. <laughs> perfect like action movie for what it is you know it's yeah. not high art it's not you know for what it is it's fucking perfect it's like this is diehard level you know yeah for me like yeah, it's it is level you know there's absurdity to it there's but sean connery is fucking great in this movie yeah. nick cage I, I like sean connery a lot more than i do like nick cage in this movie he's just fucking great yeah he's uh, a badass Absolutely. Even in at sixty five or whatever he oh, is yeah, when he's yeah. doing it. Uh audience gave it eighty five and that's that's about Yeah, yeah. I said it's damn near perfect. Yeah, it's got some flaws to it, so I don't know. I can, I guess I can't say it's damn near perfect. Yeah, I would um, definitely go What would yeah, give you give, give it yeah. a letter grade. What would you give this movie? Oh, probably like a B plus. I say solid A. Solid, solid A solid A movie. I can watch this movie at any I'm time. I'm so scared to throw an A somewhere. I'm not like because it's my it's your perfect personal preference. Why are you scared? You know if you if you don't yeah. like it, you know or you, give it your get your. There aren't we haven't done the movies that I would throw an A at yet. Well, it looks like we got to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> we got to start collaborating. It's not like we got a podcast or anything. <laughs> Once we start doing more. Oh shit! Uh, Anime and uh, movies that uh, <laughs> French art house music no. movies. <laughs> Nope. Once we start hitting more like Jim Carrey movies. All right. Know. Well, we do have to finish off the holy trinity of uh, Nick Cage's movies. Oh, fuck me. With Face Off, and oh. this is my least favorite of it's my uh, least favorite uh, of those. But I feel like it, we owe it to the podcast 
listeners and also just the podcast in general. We got to finish this off. This is we're coming across. I wonder if some would argue that maybe National Treasure would be. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no. Well, remember I said Gone to in Disney. sixty seconds. Maybe Gone in sixty seconds. Maybe, but it was two thousand. This is the nineties still, and this is like literally two years. T- three high, high uh, grossing, uh, uh, high grossing, but like high uh, profile movies that he uh, did. You know, yeah, we gotta cover them. You know. So we did The Rock, we did uh, Con Air, and uh, yeah, I give this movie an A. I can't complain a whole lot about this movie. There's not a whole no. lot of cheesiness in it either. There's like made-for-trailer lines in there, you know, that you can tell that were just thrown in there. And this whole movie is almost like a long trailer, you know. It's like they just have these yeah. certain shots. You're like, they're, okay, this it's was the Bay, sell the dude. movie. Yeah. It's Bay. Exactly. Exactly. He really knows how to... How to make them. Indeed he does. Anything else, my friend, to say about the 1996 film, <laughs> The Rock? I loved it, and I am terrified for Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I don't think I'm going to score quite as high as this. but uh, No. What are you going to do? Face swipes. I can't scan them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for please sharing. Again, we are now on Amazon Music, so uh, go ahead and hook it up to your Alexa, or I'm sorry, your Echo, your whatever you got, and uh, put us on while you're uh, cleaning the house, or uh, cleaning the car, or whatever you got to do. We're, again, we're on Spotify, the Podcast, Google Podcast, and uh, leave us a rating review, it will help us out, Tony. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at the Retro and Show. Thank you again, and we will see you next time. Peace.